Amen. You can be seated. Aren't these guys awesome? And, and you know, just a small representation of a large group of people who uh, dedicate so much of their time to make sure that our time is better. And, and, and you know, quite honestly, uh, I got to thinking about it this week, and just a minute, I'm going to turn it over to, to Michael, but I got to thinking about it this week, and there's a lot of, of uh, parallels and similarities to, uh, you know, I'm sure with everybody in your world, you could see how it would parallel with theirs, but in, in my line of work, you know, it's kind of interesting because, you know, everybody wants you to handle the stuff that they don't want to touch, and they don't want, you know, and the only time you ever hear about it is if you do it wrong. <laughs> you know, if, if you do it right, they say, well, that's what you get paid for, and when you do it wrong, they, they want to crucify you for it, and, and, uh, and, and tonight, we're celebrating uh, these men and women that represent us, that care for us, that serve us, and it's an honor, it's an honor to have you with us, it, it really is, we have, uh, we, we, you know, we thought it, this would be a great opportunity for us, and, and we're kind of low on members tonight, because a lot of them think you're looking for them, and, uh, well, that's just a flat God-honest truth right there, and, and, and some of you guys are a lot more courageous than you let on, because you're, I, you know, I know if they, if they recognize you, this service is over. Yeah. But uh, uh, I won't ask, I was going to ask how many of you have ever received a ticket from one of these individuals up here, and yeah, there's hands, I see that hand, and uh, tonight before you leave, we have a ticket for you, we really do, and, and, and we, we want to get it in your hand, and uh, uh, we, we just want to buy you a really good dinner, and you know, just you and your... Michael? Yep. So we, we, aside from our local law enforcement here, we have some additional special guests with some messages uh, for the masses, and I'd like to invite to the stage uh, the Honorable Steve Young, City of Kennewick Mayor, and I, I'd also like to call to the stage uh, Rebecca Francic, Mayor Pro Tem, City of Pasco. Let's just have a revival. What the heck? Huh? Listen, I, uh, I have to say, I'm probably one of the most blessed mayors in the country. I mean, you think about all the cities. If you look at uh, our chief, our commander. Huh? By the way, for those of you that don't know, uh, Chief Hohenberg is known nationally. He is one of the most... Uh, popular police chiefs in the country, and uh, they're really not here because you invited them. This is they actually go wherever I go to keep me from getting hurt. <laughs> no, I'm joking about that, really. But listen, uh, in all seriousness, this country right now is in a is in a war. You know, we watch on the news uh, what's going on overseas, and we hear about ISIS and all the others, and it's a it's a serious situation, but let me tell you, we're in a war right here. And we're not going to win that war without the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? It's just that simple. And your prayers, 
Your prayers for our men in blue is what will win this war. But let me tell you, that war is not going to end until the Lord comes anyway. We just got to keep our men safe, right? This is one of the safest areas in the country to live. I've had people come here and say, how in the world, what made you come and live in a place like this? And a year later, they're saying, I'm never leaving, right? Uh, we've got great churches. We've got great schools. We've got great neighbors. Uh, we even like Pasco. <laughs> So, I, okay, I'll shut up because we got it. I want to get back to the music. That was... Can you sing? Oh, God, no. So, this is what we call the whereases. This is uh, our city council voted a proclamation that we want to read tonight. I'm going to represent the entire city council. Whereas the officers of the police department of the city of Kennewick, along with law enforcement officers of the region, proudly partner with area residents to ensure safety in our community. And whereas these officers act in a selfless manner to protect and serve the residents of our region on a daily basis, and whereas the Garden Christian Assembly of Kennewick is hosting a law enforcement appreciation day called Back the Blue as a show of support for law enforcement officers, active and retired, and their families, now therefore, I, Steve Young, Mayor of the City of Kennewick, do hereby pro proclaim August 20, 2016 to be back the blue day in the City of Kennewick. And let me, let me just say one more thing. I beg you, please keep praying for these people. Please. They need your prayer. They need your support. Because there are a lot of people out there that just flat don't like law and justice. Right? And these people do nothing but sacrifice every day. And I can tell you, after eight years as the mayor of the city of Kennewick, every day, Chief Owenberg and his commanders and his officers are out there protecting us. So please keep praying for them. One of the things I've learned in public life is you never want to follow Steve. You want to get the microphone first. So he's pretty much said it all, but thank you so much for inviting us to be here tonight. We really do appreciate our, our people in blue, men and women. Um, they do a lot to keep our community safe, and they help build goodwill. Um, there is not enough kindness in the world today. So we can help them by not only praying for them, but also by watching out for our neighbors and our fellow citizens. Yeah. So Pasco also has whereases, and they are uh, Back the Blue Day, August 20, 2016, whereas the officers of the Pasco Police Department of the City of Pasco, who cooperate with Kennewick and Richland, I should say, <laughs> um, we proudly partner with area residents to ensure the safety of our community. And whereas these officers act in a selfless manner to protect and serve the residents of our region on a daily basis, and whereas the Garden Christian Assembly of Kennewick is hosting a law enforcement appreciation day called Back the Blue as a show, show of support for law enforcement officers, active and retired, and their families, 
I, I, Rebecca Francic, Mayor Pro Tem of the City of Pasco, on behalf of the entire City Council of Pasco, proclaim August 20th, 2016 as Back the Blue Day, and we urge all citizens to address to celebrate Back the Blue Day to support local and regional law enforcement and the Garden Christian Assembly's sentiment that together we are better. Isn't that dynamite? So, just so you know, uh, Mayor Brent Gary from the city of West Richland and Mayor Robert Thompson from the city of Richland couldn't be here tonight, but both of those cities, West Richland and the city of Richland, joined Pasco and Kennewick in proclaiming today uh, back the Blue Day. Yeah. So, we're proud of all of you. We thank you for your service. We thank you so much. How about we give everybody one more round of applause they find their way back to their seats. Thank you so very, very much. Thank you. Is this not awesome? You can be seated. What a, what a great night. All right, well, you still happy to be here? So cool. Hey, I'll tell you what, uh, we have a gift for you. If you're here tonight and you don't own a Bible, if you'll hold your hand up, our ushers will bring one to you. It's uh, our gift to you. We want to make sure everybody has a copy of the Word of God. Let me tell you what you're going to need. Uh, in order to, to succeed in life, can we just get, because of time, in, in a little bit we're all going to go out and we're going to be taking photos and we're going to be eating chili and we're going to do, you know, we're just going to hang and spend some time together. Uh, but if, if we can just cut to the chase for a minute, in order, in order to, to find real life, to collide with life, to know what to do in the moments that you don't know what to do. Have you ever had one of those when you, you just, you know, stuff happens and you're, you're in a situation and you don't know what to do. You've got choices that have to be made and the last thing you want to do is make the wrong one. Spe you know, especially when there's so many cops around. You know, you, you, you want to make the right choice. And uh, the Bible says that you'll hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk ye in it when you turn to the left or the right. A word behind you is, it's not like an angel that's on assignment to whisper in your ear when you come to the fork in the road. The word behind you is the word of God planted in the past that comes up in your present that brings direction for your future. You need the Word of God in your life, okay? And it's not as hard as, as we, we make it, you know, because people all the time, you know, uh, they, they act like the Word of God is hard. It's not hard. They have an app for that. You can, you can have somebody read you a chapter of Proverbs every day before you get out of bed. It's too easy. But God's Word, uh, Hebrews says that uh, the, the Word of God is alive, it's powerful, it's sharper than any two-edged sword cutting the sunder between soul and spirit. It's bringing wisdom, revelation, insight, and understanding. Uh, the Proverbs says, My son, attend unto my words and hearken unto my voice and let them not depart from thine eyes, for they are life to those that find them, health and healing to all your flesh. Man, I'm telling you, there's power in the Word of God. And if you get it in you, it really will give you insight in moments that you need it most. 
So get in the Word of God every day. You know, and I'm not talking about, you don't have to, you don't have to speed read the Bible or, 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 you know, just get a verse or two and just weave it in until it becomes a life-giving verse, a life verse for you so that no matter what happens, when you get shaken, how many you know life's going to shake you? Uh, that's, that's, if you haven't figured it out yet, before the night's over, there's a good chance life could shake you. And when you're shaken, you know, just picture a glass of water and you shake it and what comes out? Well, whatever's in the cup is coming out. You know, when you shake the cup, whatever's in it, whatever's inside of you is going to come out when life shakes you. Look at your neighbor and say, you're full of something. Get filled with the Word of God. Amen? Come on, hold your Bible up with me tonight. Lift it up real high. Pick up your PDA, whatever you got. Hold it up. Say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I choose to do what it says I can do. Say, I have an open mind. I have a teachable spirit from this moment forward. Say, I'm never going to be the same. I refuse to be the same in Jesus' name. And now let's give God one more big praise tonight. Come on. He's worthy. Amen. Amen. Anybody in here just feeling good? You just got life. You just got hope. He's got a future. You know, I don't know if you've heard it yet, but Jeremiah 29, 11. God said, you know, I've been thinking about you. I know the thoughts and the plans that I have. Do you realize God's thought about you enough to plan a future? You, matter of fact, you wouldn't be here if he didn't have a future plan. And Jeremiah, he said, you know, it's, 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 it's literally, it's like God was dreaming about the future and he saw where you would fit in and he started shaping you and molding you and, and gave you exactly what you'd need to fit in at a very specific moment. And then, and, and you're different from anybody else around you. you, you you've got giftings and, and, and stuff in you that nobody else got in them. And sometimes that's kind of frustrating because, you know, at least it is in my world, because I'll think like, well, why are they struggling there? Because that should be so easy. You've got stuff in you that others ain't got in them. And you've been equipped for a purpose and, and, and with a destiny and empowered by God to fulfill the dream he was having when he decided to create you. You, you know, in, in reality, in reality, you're living the dream. You're living his dream. And some of you guys are thinking, well, it feels like a nightmare. <laughs> well, well, get in alignment with him, and it'll get a lot better, right? Because God's thought about you enough to give you a, a future. Hope, hope, man, hope and a future. We just want to encourage you tonight to, to embrace what God has for you. You know, we, you know, God, God is, how do we put it? God is not, you know, God's just not normal. It's, oh man, that doesn't sound right. He's, it's, well, think about it. You know, he's unusual. You know, unusual. You know, uh, we, we've been talking about the fact that, you know, hey, we believe that God not only used to perform miracles, but he still is. You know, and, and things that are not usual continue to happen on a daily basis. You know, but, but you know, you've experienced moments in your life where it was unusual. You know, uh, you, you know, the last time you got pulled over and they let you go. Unusual. It's called favor, okay? Uh, you know, God's doing incredible things. And, 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 you know, the future that he has for you and the hope that he has for you, if you can embrace that and go after that and pursue that and just realize that your life has the opportunity, not, it's, it's not just about you getting positioned for you. 
you know, I, I want God to bless me. I, you know, let's just get real tonight. I want God to bless me. But it's not about me. See, the word bless, it means to be positioned to win or succeed regardless of the situation. You know, and, 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 and God, God's, God's desire is to bless you, but it's not, it's, not just, it's not limited to you. He wants to position you to, to be a hand to others. He, he, want, he wants to empower you to use that power, not to elevate yourself, but to elevate the status of anybody that you, that you get around. You know, that, that, you would, that you would bless, it was kind of like last week, you know, in, in, the, in the park with the, the Day of Hope and, and pouring your life out, to, you know, so that people's lives would be better and no strings attached. And, and, and you want to know what's awesome. What I love, I love the stories from those events where people who are, they're in their own hard time. They're in their own struggle, but they're down there making a way for somebody else. And, and those are the stories that are like amazing to me because I, you know, I know, I know the word of God and it says that, and it's a promise from God that what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. Now that's a clap moment right there because you know, you, you can determine what God's going to do for you. We, 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 we have this gift, and yeah, but I'm not smart enough, and I'm not, you know, strong enough, and, and I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not, you know, fast enough. Well, I got a verse for you tonight, Ecclesiastes. <laughs> I feel better. I just cleared my voice in my throat. Okay. Check it out. We'll just throw it up on a screen, okay, because don't make me say it again. It's chapter 9, verse 11, and he said, and I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift. How many thankful for that? Think about it. You, you can win the race and you ain't even got to be fast. Well, that's unusual. But that's how God works. You know, the, the race isn't to the swift and the battle's not to the strong. How many you know that your ability to, to walk in victory is not based on your strength? Man, you better be thanking God for that because some of you guys are weenies. You know, it don't take much to upset you. You know, well, it's cool, man. Don't worry about it. The race isn't to the swift. The battle's not to the strong. Bread's not just for the wise. And riches aren't just for men of understanding. Favor to men of skill. But time and chance happens to them all. Time and chance happens to them all. I want you to say that with me. Time and chance happens to them all. Say it one more time. Time and chance happens to them all. Dude, this is awesome. If you can get this. You, you know, everybody has been given time. Well, I need more time. Well, you better just embrace the time you got. Time is not your enemy. I, I read this someplace last week, some billboard or bumper sticker or T-shirt or something. Time is not your enemy unless you're trying to kill it. So, so stop trying to kill time and realize that time is a gift. Time is a gift. I don't know, you know, in, in hours, minutes, days, I don't know what you got, but I know you got some because here we are. We got some time. And, 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 you know, and what you do with that time is important. So what, what you do with that time, see, uh, you were brought into the kingdom for such a time as this. You know, uh, there's a time for every season. You know, the time, time's vital. Time is awesome. You know, uh, because it, if you'll invest your time in something, 
that, that's profitable, something that's life-giving, something that's, that, that, that can make you better. It doesn't take much time before it pays off. You know, Shelby and I, uh, just this week, uh, we celebrated 32 years together. Wow. And it just seems like a couple of months. You know, when I married her, I did not know she was going to have children this age, though. But, uh, uh, you know, and just thinking about that, you know, and uh, over time, I love you, honey. Hmm? Okay. You don't want me to get gross or nothing? Okay. Uh, It would be, you could just bow your head and close your eyes for a little bit, and I could have me a good time. That's it. You, you know, after 32 years of marriage, uh, I'm looking forward to what's coming. Man, you know, because we spent some time together. You, you know what we did? We started a tradition this year. Every 32 years, we're going to repeat it. <laughs> and, you know, I just got to, I shouldn't tell you, but I'm going to tell you. She, we, I, I, you know, hey, it's your day. What do you want to do? And I, I want to get a pedicure. And I said, go do it. And she goes, no, I want, I want you to come with me. And I'm like, I'm like, what, sit in the car? No, 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 no. No, you're going in, you're putting your feet down to that hot, soapy water. You know, you're going to, it was nuts. I'm telling you, I walked in there and every old lady in the place is like, you know, winking at me. You know, it, it was, it, it was crazy. And I'm watching them work on her, you know, and they've got these nice little latex gloves and these brushes. They had welder's gloves and, and, and you know, and, air-powered tools working on me. It was crazy. <laughs> but my feet, if you want to check them out, my feet are nice. Uh, no, my nails are black and orange with flames, <laughs> man. It is... Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Sometime, it's just what you do with your time. What you do with your time, it matters. You know, time and chance happens to them all. Chance is not, oops. It's, it's, it's not a, a, chance isn't, you know, the word used there is not the word that, that you and I would normally think of. It's actually opportunity. It is a moment of time impregnated with purpose by God himself. The, the race isn't to the swift. Or, or the battle's not just for the strong. The riches aren't just for men. No, no, time, there's a time. There's, there's chunks of time, and, and it's not like, two or three times in your lifetime, every day there are moments that are impregnated with purpose by God. I'm telling you, I'm telling you that there's the opportunity that, that, that God has created for you every single day to see his hand at work in your life. You know, what you do with that time you know, well, there, there's a time for every opportunity, right? There's a time, but there's an opportunity for every time. It's not just a time for every opportunity, and if we hang in here long enough, maybe 32 years from now, you get one more opportunity. But there's opportunity for every time, for all your time. And what you do at that time matters to God because time and opportunity are a gift that's been given to you from God, which means it's time and opportunity is something you must steward. 
See, a lot of you are waiting for your big break. You're hoping someone will do something to make your time better. But it's not somebody else's responsibility. It's your time and your opportunity. And it's your ability to sense the, the, the direction. Man, I'm telling you, that God wants to help you. He ain't trying to hurt you. He, he's not trying to put you down. He's trying to, he's trying to lift you up. He, he, he's, he's trying to make you, you know, collide with God-given destiny. And, and, and you know, you and I, we got we to gotta take ownership of this stuff, this time that we have. You know, when, when you take your time and you invest it in, into a community uh, so that the community will be better, you know, and, and it's funny because all week long, man, people are, man, they, they're going to talk about this for, for quite a lot of time. You know, because it's something, you know, when you're, you know, you're looking at the tent and the lines coming out for the shoes, and it's something when you realize that there's people in our community that'll stand in line politely for like an hour and 45 minutes to get a pair of shoes. Okay, there's something, I've seen some of you guys out here waiting for an ice cream cone. And that polite thing, okay, you know, and, and, and you look at that, and, and it's like, man, we, and, and we, we, it's just natural. You walk around, you're feeling pretty good because you've made an investment of time that you know has made a difference. And, and, and you did it for like two hours. Think what you could do with the rest of your time. You know, uh, let's, look at, let's look at some scripture in uh, Matthew. Is that what I gave you? Plop it. Yeah, Matthew 25. The kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his servants and delivered uh, his goods to them. See, this, this thing that God's placed in your hand, it, it's his. This is his time. And these are actually his opportunities that he's entrusted to you. And, and, and verse 15, it says, uh, to one, you, you know the story, to one he gave the five talents, to another gave two, to another gave one, to each man according to his own ability. And that's important that you understand that we're not supposed to be equal. Some of you have greater abilities in certain areas than the rest of us. You know, in certain areas. In certain areas, you know, in certain areas, there's others that have greater abilities than you do. And, you know, and we're not to look at each other and be envious of one another. No. How about you use the time and the opportunity that God's given you and the ability that he's blessed you with to make the most of what he's put in your hand? You know, don't look at somebody else that it appears that they have more of what I want. Use what you've got. You'd be surprised what you could end up with. And uh, I, I won't go on that for a whole lot longer, but uh, to each one according to his own ability, and then he went on his journey. And look at, look at this next one. Uh, and then uh, he, he who had found the five talents, uh, uh, who, who had received the five talents, he went and traded them, and, and he, he made five more. And, and the next verse says the guy that had uh, two, he, he did the same thing. And, and the next verse says that uh, he who had, had one, he, 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 he dug a hole in the ground. Whatever you do with what God's given you, do not be a person who's just going to dig yourself into a hole. Because anytime you're digging yourself into a hole, you realize you're going to have to dig yourself out. And uh, he dug it and he hid it. And, and verse 19 says, and after a long time. See, they all had the same, they all had the same time. 
we all have, we all have the same time. You know, I think about the officers that, that serve our community. You know, and they've chosen to do something with their time that others just kind of take for granted and kind of overlook, uh, but, but they've devoted their life to use the time and the opportunity that's set in front of them to take care of us. You, you know, you think about that, you know, and, and, and it's sad that, it, you know, that, we, that we're not, you know, more con- consistent in, in recognizing the time and opportunity that others have used to make our life better. And you can't help but, 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 but just feel like, you know, you know uh, not, not just uh, grateful, but it's almost like a debt of gratitude. You know, it, there's something inside of me that, uh, that, that makes me think that, you know, hey, this is awesome, you know, what we're doing, but, but we, we, need, we need to be prayerfully considering what else can we do. You know, when he said, don't, the mayor, when he said, you know, whatever you do, don't stop praying. Don't, don't only think about them when they're standing in front of you. But recognize them and remember them and write it down, you know, put it someplace so that you don't forget because you will. You're going to get busy. Time is passing. Time is cooking, man. Our schedules are busy. Make, make sure that the least you do is spend a little, invest a little time prayerfully covering those who've invested so much time in your life. Yeah? And, and, and just, yeah, go ahead. You know, again, we, we just so are honored. Well, you know the rest of the story. Look at verse 20. It goes on, and, and, he, and he who had received five came and brought the five. And he said, uh, hey, you gave me five, and I've gathered five more besides these. And, and, and look, what, look what Jesus says to him um, in 21. He said, well done, good and faithful servant. Well done, good and faithful servant. You know, uh, a lot of us are under the impression, and, 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 and I just want you to, take this and meditate it and think about it. And, uh, but a lot of us are under the impression that uh, faithfulness, if I'm faithful with my time, you know, uh, trying, to, trying to think the best way to, to present this thought without irritating most of you. Um, no, who cares? Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like when you go to, go to work and, you, and you're going to be faithful, you're going to be faithful. That, in your eyes, sometimes that means you're actually going to show up. That's being faithful. Well, faithful isn't the ability to take what was handed to you and give it back. Faithful is the ability to take what was handed to you and make it grow and give it back. To make it better. See, that's faithful. See, you want to be faithful to your spouse? That doesn't mean, you know, what a lot of us talk about it meaning. Now, you're going to make her life better. You know, you want this time to mean something. Remember, remember when you were standing at the altar and, and, and you, were, you were making those vows, and, and you, you know, for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, for better, for worse. It's not my better, her worse get me richer, you're probably going to be poor. Uh, no, it's, it's I'm going to, uh, you know, I, I'm going to embrace this opportunity and use my time to make it 
better. Not, not only with your spouse, with your kids, on the job, being faithful, well done, and good and faithful servants. And I think about, again, you know, may, maybe it's, well, obviously, it's back the blue. We have good and faithful servants that take care of us, that serve our community, that deal with, that deal with issues that nobody else wants to deal with, that, you know, the stuff that you don't want to think about. You, you, we, we, we get them to go do it. You know, we, we get them to put their life at risk so that, we, we, so that ours isn't. You know, and, and, and they use their time, they use their opportunity. And, you know, and well, what, what's going to come of that? Well, you know, for each and every one of us, if we will use our time and our opportunity, we have a God who's, gonna, who, who's, who's like, well done. And, and, and you're going to read the story. You're going to read the story. Matter of fact, if you drop down to verse 29 for me, just plop up 29. Look at verse 29, and uh, uh, he said, that's three, okay, can you, there it is, okay, for everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have abundance, you know, for the guy that recognizes his time and, 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 and his opportunity, and he, God said, you know what I'm going to do, I'm going to give more, give more. You know, and, and I, I think we ought to I think we ought to speak this into the lives of those that, that you know that we're honoring tonight. That God is going to increase you because you use your time and your opportunity. You're a good and faithful servant, and God's going to increase your life. And and you know what? We kind of want to be part of the answer, right? Part part of the part of the the the. the you know, part of the miracle. You know, we want to we want to pour into your lives and make your lives better. But you know, it's interesting to me. To, to to him who has, will more be given. It says to him who has not, even what he has is taken from him. And you know, a couple of different places in the Bible it makes that statement. Have you ever actually stopped and thought about that? How do you take something from somebody who ain't got nothing? To him who has not, even what he has will be taken. Well, you know, you can take something from somebody that doesn't know he has it in the first place. See, see, the enemy can steal from you if you don't recognize that you have it. He can come and take it and be gone, and you don't, you don't even realize it's gone because you never knew it was there in the first place. See, and a lot of us, a lot of us have lost great opportunities. We didn't even know we had them. We've lost a lot of time. We didn't even know we had it. We, we were down at the mall killing time. Don't lose your time. Use your time. You use this opportunity, right? And, 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 you know, and you just think about these guys that serve us in this fashion, and you think, you know, really, they're heroes. They get up every day and face stuff that you and I don't want to think about. And, and, and you know, quite often, again, I'm not trying to, this is, I'm not trying to be a down, just trying to maybe hit a, hit a button that'll energize our brain for a minute. And, and you know, I'm trying to think, of, man, what's the best way to say it? And then I realize, I don't have to. Paul Harvey already did. Listen to this. Listen. Policeman. A policeman is a composite of what all men are, I guess, a mingling of saint and sinner, dust and deity. What that really means is that they are exceptional, they are unusual, they are not commonplace. Buried under the froth is the fact, and the fact is that less than one half of one percent of policemen misfit 
that uniform, and that is a better average than you'd find among clergymen. What is a policeman? He of all men is at once the most needed and the most wanted, a strangely nameless creature who is sir to his face and pig or worse behind his back. He must be such a diplomat that he can settle differences between individuals so that each will think he won, but if a policeman is neat, he's conceited. If he's careless, he's a bum. If he's pleasant, he's a flirt. If he's not, he's a grouch. He must make instant decisions which would require months for a lawyer, but if he hurries, he's careless. If he's deliberate, he's lazy. He must be first to an accident, infallible with a diagnosis. He must be able to start breathing, stop bleeding, tie splints, and above all, be sure the victim goes home without a limp. The police officer must know every gun, draw on the run, and hit where it doesn't hurt. He must be able to whip two men twice his size and half his age without damaging his uniform and without being brutal. If you hit him, he's a coward. If he hits you, he's a bully. The policeman from a single human hair must be able to describe the crime, the weapon, the criminal, and tell you where the criminal is hiding. But if he catches the criminal, he's lucky. If he doesn't, he's a dunce. He runs files and writes reports until his eyes ache to build a case against some felon who will get dealed out by a shameless Seamus. The policeman must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. Someone who's been given time and opportunity, and they've chosen to use it in a way to make the lives of others better. But time and chance, it's not just for the policeman. See, the race isn't just for the swift. The battle's not just for the strong. Riches aren't just for men of understanding, nor favor of men of skill. But time and chance happens to us all. My question tonight, what are you going to do with your time and your opportunity? How are you going to take what God's entrusted you with and steward it, not just so that you're better, but so that we're better. Not just those in the room, but those that are in your life. Those that are in our world. Embrace the time. Engage in your opportunities. Be aware that God's plan and His purpose, His future, the hope, that it requires your participation. It, it demands your effort. But God can do amazing things when you give him just a little. You know, we, we've recently read about, you know, uh, the boy who gave his lunch and the thousands that were fed. God can do so much with a little. What would happen if this week you just took one step? 
and you just gave him a little time. A little time that you normally don't give him. Which means, because here, here's the challenge for us this week, guys, is, is not that we would try to add it someplace. Because I don't know about you, but I'm already busy. You're going to honor God. You're not, you're not going to add him in, squeeze him in somewhere. How about you cut something else out and put him in that spot? And you say, okay, this is my God time for my God opportunity. And I would, I would promise you that if you would do that for any length of time, you'd be amazed at the opportunities that God would have you collide with. It's amazing what God has planned for your time. I want you to bow your head and close your eyes, and I just want to pray for you. Father, you've said in your word that time and chance are a gift to each of us. Help us have open eyes, open hearts, and open hands that we might see the God-given opportunity and hold them in our hand, use them for the purpose that you've given them in the time for you to make a personal connection to a living God. Maybe uh, this is your opportunity to allow Jesus Christ to make a radical transformation in your life. If you would open your heart to God tonight, we're, we're going we're gonna to pray another prayer, but we're going to pray it all together. But while heads are bowed and eyes are closed, if you're here tonight and you say, you know what, Tom, I, I'm, ready, I'm ready to make a personal commitment of my life to Jesus Christ. And maybe, maybe you've done it before. Maybe you've never even thought about it. That's not, the, the question isn't how many times have you done it. The question is, is this the time for you to receive the most incredible opportunity ever offered to mankind? Connection to God with rela through relationship with Jesus Christ. If that's you tonight, while no one's looking around, when we pray this prayer, I want you to make it your prayer. And if, you, if you're here and you say, you know what, this is my time. I'm taking hold of this opportunity while no one's looking. I just want to agree with you in prayer. Just hold your hand up real high so I can just pray with you. And, and I just want to agree with you tonight that this is my time, my opportunity. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's awesome. Well, everybody in this place, just pray this with me. Just say, Dear Heavenly Father, I know I need you. I need your love. I need your acceptance. I need your forgiveness. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Give me hope. Give me strength. Give me vision. I choose to live for you every day of my life. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for setting me free. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Hey, give God one more hand awesome again we're, we're so thrilled to have these individuals with us tonight and and to have the opportunity to show that we're going to back the blue amen not not today every day and uh, uh and i just want to thank you for being here but and thank you for staying to the end i, I feel like sometimes some of the very best things that happen happen right at the end and and thank you for hanging out and, and staying with us uh, but right now, if, if you would, let's just give our officers one more hand. Just stay seated, but just give the officers one more hand.
Long Beach police say they were forced to open fire on the man, all because of what he was holding in his hands. An eyewitness here in Culpeper is contradicting what state police are saying about the investigation. Anger and impatience growing tonight in Saginaw, Michigan, over the fatal shooting of a man by police officers. You know, I guess from a very early age, it's something I always knew I wanted to do. Um, I felt the passion developing in me for public service and wanting to do something and make a difference. It is and above and beyond that just to protect a little girl and to help a family. The most rewarding thing for me as a police officer, I am the last voice for a victim. Uh, one person no longer has a voice. The last voice that they will have on this earth is me. What motivates me to continue what I'm doing is uh, just the love for people and wanting to help them out and just to make uh, any situation that they're in a little bit better. Being a police officer for me is not a job. It is a lifestyle choice. You know, I guess at the end of the day, it's about uh, somebody has to answer the call. just anybody to be a police officer. If you're not cut out for it, it is the last job that you would want to do. We take one day at a time, we do our job the best we can, we let all that negative feed just uh, go on one ear and just go out the other. Has this not been an incredible service? I think it's so cool. Uh, and here's what's cool. If it's your first time here, one, we're glad that you guys are here. Uh, it, it, it's funny because this is not out of the ordinary. This service is not just something that, oh my gosh, we have guests coming in. We better go above and beyond. But this is who we are. And this is what we